0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So we've been very consistent with the podcast and I think that's partly due to me figuring out what works for me. Previously, I would like record an episode, try and edit it and upload it on the same week that it was due and then I'd forget and then i get busy, whereas now I'm kind of batch recording some of them. So... I'll do it a couple of weeks in advance. I'll do like two or three within the same couple of days and then schedule them and then they're all ready to go. So I was initially planning on doing it just in a 12-week block, having that as a series and then leaving it. But I'm actually quite enjoying doing it now that I figured out what works for me. So we might actually carry on. I've had some requests on Instagram for certain topics talking about um, triathlon, talking about ADHD, etc. So those will all be coming in future episodes. But today I'm going to talk about how to be happy, how to deal with crap times, how to basically balance the two because we can't always control what's going to happen to us in life. And I've been through my fair share of crap over many years and particularly the last year. And if you want to hear more about that, then you can um, listen to my, I think it was my 2023 Kind of achievements, reflections podcast. I'm not going to go into all of that again um, and traumatize you all, but basically I'm going to give you five strategies that really help me. Um, you know, considering everything that I've been through, I would say that I'm actually in a pretty good place and you have down days, but the fact that I can notice when there's a day that's hard it means that it's not every single day and I do think that I'm coping very well and I often get asked well how are you so happy still how are you still laughing how you still joking around with people how are you still working and doing your exercise and basically just living your life despite everything that you've been through slash to some extent, still going through. And these are things that really help me. So I'm not saying that I am an expert or that I'm a professional. But again, I really know that sometimes life just kicks you again and again and again and again and again. And it's not fair. It's never going to be fair. But if we let that completely take over our whole lives, then we're doing ourselves a disservice. So these are my five strategies that really, really help me through tricky times. So the first thing is to feel when needed. This is not my favorite thing to do but it's so important I was talking to one of my good friends about this recently um because I think particularly for males it's even harder but for, for everyone it depends on your personality but when you bottle things up inside for a little bit of time it seems like you're doing all right and you might feel like you're doing all right and you're like oh I'm not really thinking about that too much you know yes this is a bit crap but I'm just getting on with it and that looks fine from the outside, but eventually you just start bottling up more and more and more and more, and it's like you've got a can of or a big two-liter bottle of Coke. You've shoved all the Mentos in it. You're shaking it around, and every day that you bottle these things up, you're shaking it more and more and more and more. And eventually, there's just so much pressure that the lid blows off and it all explodes. <laughs> and that's kind of what we want to avoid. So, learning to feel when needed, learning to understand that hey, some days you are sad. And that's all right. Some days you're a little bit angry, and that's all right. I think, or well, I believe at least, that it's only really a problem when that's something that then starts to take over your entire life and you're sad every single day or you can't do the things that make you you because of how you're feeling. That's, I think, where it needs to be addressed. But to occasionally have a day where you cry and let it out, whether you're female or male, I think is really, really, really important. And actually, often, yeah i'm guilty of this as well I try and like hold it all inside and not tell people that i'm struggling and kind of feel right and then once it all comes out it kind of explodes and i hate crying and i hate feeling like that but i always feel so much better for just letting it out so i really do think that that is something that's important so that you can have the times when you're happy you also allow yourself to feel what you need to feel when needed so, thing number two, a bit more positive, is what I like to call sunshine strategies. And I believe that I've made this up. Um, so, don't tell me if anyone else actually uses this phrase because I quite like it. So, it's sunshine strategies... Oh, it's a tongue twister. Sunshine strategies, there we go, are basically, in my view at least, things that pick you up when you are really struggling so and these are healthy things so this is not going out and getting absolutely blackout drunk or taking drugs or sleeping with random people because it makes you feel better for two minutes like that is not what I'm talking about here I'm talking about things that you are or that you find accessible to you that you know might not fix everything but are going to slightly pick you up so on some of the days where I've really really been struggling with feeling very depressed or angry at the situation For me, a big thing has been going out for a run. And you might think, well, apps you're a personal trainer that's you know that's of course that's how you're going to deal with it etc but it can be different things for everyone it could be going to the movies on your own I hate the movies I cannot concentrate in the cinema I hate it but for someone else that might be a space where you can just kind of switch off and it just gives you a bit of breathing space so it doesn't matter what it is it might be cooking again I hate cooking so good luck to you if that's what you enjoy doing but for me that's not going to work it's just going to make me more frustrated so it's about finding what works for you but some of these sunshine strategies it's just when it all feels too overwhelming and you don't Know how to fix things and you can't fix things, but you already feel like you're feeling it too intensely um, to just sit and feel. These strategies are things that you know are going to help you. So, as I said, for me, um, running, being outside is another big thing. I've just noticed that. Oh, what's that saying? I heard a saying recently, I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of, like, never trust the thought that you have inside. Because often we get really inside our own heads and it feels so bad and so bad and so bad. And then you might go out for a walk and you suddenly feel like, oh, maybe I was being a bit over the top with that. Or maybe it, was, it just felt too intense. So I've really noticed that although sometimes when you feel crap, all you want to do is just lie in bed and cry and shut yourself off from the world. That's often actually the worst thing that you can do. And I've made such a big effort over the last couple of months to just be out. And part of that might be because a lot of my situation was about being trapped and feeling trapped so maybe I kind of am rebelling against being inside a little bit too much but being outside, going for a run, doing something that means that my brain can't just like dwell on what I'm dwelling on has really really helped me. So sunshine strategies, things that also make you feel like you, um, to some extent even things like this podcast is a little bit of a sunshine strategy for me because although it doesn't necessarily give me that same boost when I'm doing it as maybe a run does, it's something that I feel... I wasn't able to when I was feeling really really bad and it's an area of my life that is kind of optional but creative and it kind of contributes to my work but also feel like I'm helping people with it and it's just something that I am proud of the fact that I'm doing it. I don't want to be someone that is just average and does the bare minimum and just coasts through life that's not me so by going out my way to do extra things like this that is again a sunshine strategy for me because it gives me that sense of fulfillment so number three is let them theory which i believe is from mel robbins and basically what let them theory is is it's just really leaning into the fact that you cannot control other people you can't you can try and some people do a pretty good job of it Uh, as the other podcast will tell you. But you can't control people's thoughts. Sometimes people feel like they can't even control their own thoughts. I don't know how you're going to try and control someone else's thoughts and actions. And as I already said, like life's not fair. Things aren't fair. And sometimes we can't understand why people do things. And people don't even understand why they do things. We're not rational beings. So let them theory is essentially just, if someone's going to do something to you, let them. You know, and this can be in all different kind of uh situations and obviously there are limits to it so for example if someone is abusing you maybe don't let them (laughs) maybe leave the relationship but just more in terms of like let's say you're the the guy that you're interested in isn't messaging you back or you know he's posting on his story and not replying to you and it makes you feel like crap let him just let him if he wants to do that he's going to do that if he likes you Um, and it's going to work out, it will work out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If your boss is going to um, be a little bit off with you and you don't know why they're being off with you, but they're just being a bit off and it's stressing you out because you don't know why there's a problem and whatever, let them. If they're going to be off, let them be off. It's probably something that they're dealing with anyway. And if it's really a problem with you, then they'll bring it up with you. If not, it's not your responsibility, let them. If someone is... Some of your friends are going to meet each other and they haven't invited you and you feel left out. Obviously, you know, again, there are limits to this theory and I would say you know, probably speak to them about it. But in that moment when you're feeling really crap, just go, let them, just let them, you know, what, what is meant for you will, will find you. And I do believe that as long as you stay true to your authentic self. So that has been something where when I've been really getting hung up on other people's actions, um and yeah the feeling of it all being unjust and unfair I've just gone you know what let them maybe take steps in future to stop yourself from being in that situation again but let them you know I had someone take 42 grand from me and say they were going to pay me back and never did and they got away with it and that was really hard for me to let go of but instead I've just had to go you know what let them they've taken it I can't do anything about that. Let them. I've learnt for the future. I'm not lending anyone any money because I don't believe that anyone will pay me back. But let them. Can't do anything about it, so I've just got to let it happen. Um, number four is the saying, "Life happens for you, not to you." I am really guilty of being like, "Why is all this happening to me? This is so unfair!" Blah 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 blah. Which sometimes that is true you know there's a lot that I've gone through as well in terms of injuries like my knee injury from I think it's coming up five years maybe and no one can fix it and I've seen so many people about it and I've had temporary things that make it slightly better which is how I'm able to do this triathlon now but it's not fine it causes me problems all the time I have to limit my training because of it and as someone that really benefits so much mentally from exercise and also the fact that a huge part of my life revolves around exercise, like this is literally my job. This is a large part of my social life. Most of my friends are active or again work in that industry. It 's a massive part of my life, and to have that restricted for such a long time has been really hard and still is very hard, but again, it just it happens, so I completely get that it 's so easy when everything's going wrong and it 's one thing after another after another after another, and it just feels like, oh my gosh, I just can 't catch a break. Why is this all happening? To me you know one of my friends had a just a lot of stuff happened to them recently um in life which has not been fun um and then it looked like it was all gonna finally be a little bit better and then they had their car towed in the morning and it's just like really really and then they went to the shops and their bag broke and split everywhere and it's just like what else wants to happen but in those moments if you let yourself go down the rabbit hole of looking for the negative you're gonna see the negative it's like you know if someone says to you a new word or you learn about a new brand of car and then suddenly you see it everywhere It's not because there's suddenly way more of it, it's just you weren't aware of it before and now your subconscious is looking out for this thing. It's the same thing with negatives and positives. If you're thinking about the negatives and you're thinking, oh, this happened to me and this happened to me and this happened to me, you're gonna find more negatives, trust me. Whereas if you can try and flip it the other way and kind of go, okay, that sucked, but hey, this good thing happened to me today and this good thing happened to me today, you'll naturally find the positives a hell of a lot more. So that's where things like gratitude and stuff comes in. But if you really just bring it back to, you know, life is happening for me, it's creating opportunities for me and it doesn't mean that every day is going to be great but as long as I again stay true to my authentic self there's going to be it sounds so cringy but hopefully you know what I mean there's going to be opportunities that come from it in my life can be better for example you know everything that I've gone through has been very very traumatic but I can still recognize that if that stuff hadn't happened or if I hadn't been in a situation to meet a certain person or whatever I would not be where i am right now in my life and i might be further ahead in some aspects but there are things in my life that i'm really grateful for at the moment like for example my pt business in melbourne i love my clients so much i genuinely enjoy spending time with them so much i have some amazing amazing people here in melbourne that i would not have met otherwise i have been through so much crap and things i never ever thought i would have to deal with especially over the last year and even the last couple of months. And I've done it and I've shown myself that I am actually even more resilient than I thought that I was. So I just think if you can really try and view things through a positive lens, you can accept that it's crap, but there are opportunities still that come from those things. It's just such a more peaceful way to, to look at life rather than everything's happening to me. This is so unfair. My life's just crap. Like crap happens to everyone and some of us get it a bit more than others, but life happens for you not to you and I think that really helps you to look for opportunities rather than to dwell on the things that don't feel so good and my last one number five this is I guess more for when you're struggling with bad times um, is to balance alonement and also leaning on people so it's a bit of a balancing act alonement is basically from this book that I'm reading at the moment and I can't for the life of me remember what the lady's name is who wrote it but if you look um, look it up then yeah it's just called alonement and then something like how to be alone and own it or something like that Um, but it's pretty good and so I started reading that because I was in a relationship for a long time and a relationship where I was made to feel like I was completely reliant on, dependent on this person who actually in turn was controlling and ruining my life Um, so I felt like I needed to understand how to be alone and I've also come from a really loving supportive family so I've always had people that are there for me and I still do but I'm on the other side of the world to that and I think that I've realized that my happiness needs to come from me and then other people can add to that instead of me putting everything into other people and then my mood, my life, my everything be independent on them. So I started reading the book and nearly finished it now and it's really good. And she basically just talks about being alone. We often think of it as, like, solitude and, like, in a negative way. So, oh, I'm lonely. Oh, I don't have plans on Friday. I'm just on my own. Oh, I'm not going to cook a nice dinner because it's only me. You know, I'll I'll cook something nice when there's someone else around. And it's about, well, why do we make all this effort for other people but we don't make it for ourselves? That time on our own should actually be something that we learn to really cherish and really enjoy. And some people may feel like that naturally, but for me that's not something that comes naturally. Yeah, I'm a very... Um, I'm a people person. I am. And I didn't think I was, but actually I really am. I love being around people. I love having a hug. Like that's just who I am. Um, And that's okay. But I also have to be okay with spending time alone. So I've been reading this book and I, I went on a solo trip for the first time in many years, which was a good step in the right direction. If I don't have plans... I make the effort to have plans even if it's just go and sit in a cafe on my own that's something I just wouldn't have done before even if it's just to go for a walk or take I took myself to the swimming pool which now is just normal to me to go on my own but a couple of weeks ago the idea of going on my own was terrifying I didn't go for like nine months because I couldn't go on my own so it's one of those things where you can learn to enjoy time alone and learn to kind of emotionally self-regulate however this comes back to the first point of not bottling things up I think also leaning on people and being honest with people and that doesn't mean everyone like I am an oversharer sorry um but it doesn't mean maybe telling everyone about everything about your life but if you have a few couple of close people in your circle, even just one person that you really trust and that you know is there for you. You're never gonna be a burden by telling them how you feel. And often a problem shared is a problem halved. And I do actually really believe that, you know, a lot of my stuff I kept to myself for such a long time. And I just felt so much relief. Like when I started telling one of my close friends about it, I it was like the floodgate go I can't even talk. Floodgates opened and I couldn't actually keep any of the stuff inside anymore. And then I started to tell more people, and then it started to become a bit of a um, a more open thing. So I do also believe that you have to balance yes, being alone in a positive way, and not completely reliant on other people, but then also leaning on people when you need to because you know, if your friend was going through a difficult time, you wouldn't think, oh, come on, like, shut up, you know, (laughs) just stop having a hard time, you're annoying me, you wouldn't think that, you think, oh my gosh, they're going through a really tough time, I just want to be there for them and help them feel better as soon as possible, and it's the same thing, that's how people feel about you, and if they don't feel that way, then they're not people that should be in your close circle, so I think having that balance is something that I'm still learning to do, but I feel that I am, definitely a lot better at it than I was even a couple of months ago so those really are kind of my five tips for yeah finding happiness when things are crap and dealing with really really tough times and being resilient and I think also just small things like bringing it back to yourself and who you are and who you want to be I've really reminded myself of that over the past couple of months because I felt that I lost myself a lot so the things that make me me so socializing with people having a laugh with people being creative in some aspects exercising having things to work towards having goals again with my business doing things that scare me that is me that is my personality and that is what makes me feel like myself and there are things I still need to work on as well like I said being okay with being alone at times um not flipping the other way and becoming a bit of a workaholic there are things that I am aware of so it's not to say that how you are it's perfect but going back to a lot of those things has just brought me so much peace and just made me feel so much better because i feel like i have found myself again even in a really difficult time so feel when needed find your (laughs) son oh my goodness i need to change that saying because i obviously cannot pronounce it sunshine strategies there we go let them theory life happens for you not to you and balancing alone with leaning on people so that's my advice those are my tips if you've got any other ones then let me know again not a professional but i'm still here after everything that i've been through so i like to think that i got somewhat of a handle on it so that's everything for today's episode hopefully it was helpful and yeah no matter what you're going through you just got to remember that everything gets better i'll leave you with um a quote that someone very special said to me many times when I was going through a really difficult time and it just brought me so much peace which is everything will be okay in the end and if it's not okay then it's not the end.